right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mack here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. Of course, on Facebook, 1010XL's Facebook page, and streaming live on the relevant app. Check it out at the uh, App Store or on Google Play. It's a great broadcasting app. Just go to your channel, hit the live button, boom. You're in, you're on, and here we go. Today's show brought to you by good friends at Goodfellas Cigar Lounge and Spirits right there on St. John's Bluff Road. Hey, go in there during the day, have a smoke, do some work. They got great Wi-Fi. They got TVs everywhere. Nighttime, man, let me tell you something. They got some of the best entertainment that I've been around. I love live music, blues, (laughs) jazz, you name it. Go check them out right there on St. John's Bluff Road. All right, Victory Tuesday. You know, now I like it, you know, like, because I always, you know, you, you know, you get, you get through Monday. Monday's always like, woohoo, woohoo, awesome. And it was. It was, look, from a macro perspective and mostly micro too, uh, it was, it was a great win. It was great. It was a great win. I mean, come, coming back from the 17 to nothing hole, um, really doing, look, that, um, that, uh, getting that field goal right before the half and then getting the ball back and then Agnew, that was great. What a swing that was. Agnew's return after that. But overall, the Jags take care of business. They beat the Raiders. Listen, from a macro perspective, it's a great win against a not so good team. Now, that doesn't mean it wasn't a great win because it was. Because what it did was, was finally, we saw him finish. Finally, whether it was, you know, offense, defense, defense sputtered a little bit, but then came back and, and got the job done, finished the job. I love the blitzes by Mike Caldwell. I thought those were timely and perfect. I love pressure on a QB. You got to do it. Um, you know, offensively, of course, didn't start out great, nor did the defense. I mean, geez, I mean, we, Adams was going to have a career day, but didn't do much in his second half. Um, but hey, they they ended up finishing really strong. Second half was great. Trevor was very good, uh, accurate. I love that he took off and ran. I love the planned runs. I like that they got him in a rhythm. Um, you know, he was overall very good, very good. We'll take you know, thirty one times. Talk about that a lot. That seems to be you know thirty thirty five attempts seems to be right in his wheelhouse, and he does. Pretty decent with that. When he's called upon to throw forty plus in higher forties, you know, I don't think he's there. But regardless, he he was he was very good. He made some. You know, I was, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Stewart, up in New York. You know, he's a big Jet fan, and we're talking about Wilson. He's like, you know, Wilson's all right. He manages the game. You know, sometimes he looks terrible. Throw, you know, he goes, but he hasn't made like any really great throws that that many. Maybe a few. And I'm like, well, that's Trevor's made some really great throws. There's no doubt about it. Just, um. Not as always consistent as we want, but was pretty consistent. Twenty five of thirty one um, this past Sunday. So hats off to the kid. You know, I, I got to give him credit, man. He he played tough. He took a <laughs> he took a couple shots. I love the interview at the end. He's like, yeah, I got smoked on that one, but you know, whatever. Uh, he's a big dude. He can handle it. I I love that he takes off. That's a, that's a that's a guy you gotta you know you gotta account for when he starts running. Um, some great throws, some some just really good. Look, so you know, again, we want to see more. One game was great. Let's let, we'll call it like it is. Uh, Etn, nothing. And look, I know at the end of the day, he was he was a uh, only three point nine yards per carry. Um, but he ran tough, man. 
And I, I thought it was phenomenal. He's good with the ball in the, in the pass game, good on short yardage, scored a couple touchdowns, made some big plays. Just he, he, I want to see more of him. I, I was going to say that. I want to ride that young man and see how far he can take us with his legs, man. I, yeah. And we'll get into it against Kansas City. Can they stop the run? Can they stop ETN? And Trevor, if Trevor continues with that, I'm just going to call it. I even wrote it down. Trevor Streetball. You know what I mean? Just take off and go, man. You're a big dude that can run. It's you look at Josh Allen and the same. Like you're not as big, but you're pretty much it. He might be a little bit more athletic than you. I don't want you jumping over people's heads. You get clipped in the nuts. You're gonna really regret it. Let me just tell you. You got to get over those guys when you hurdle them. But um, no, take off and and play play. Like, it felt like a he was in rhythm. He was in you know a good uh, you know good. Um, uh, Bubble, if you will, like, you know, not crazy with his chick, you know, like a chicken with his head cut off, but took off when he had to, made some plays with his feet. Uh, I want to see more, more of that. Of course, we're going to see more of ETN. Nice outing by Kirk. Um, you know, Jones Jr. to me is always clutch. He just seems to always catch the ball. You know, I want to see extremely more dependable. Yeah, he is. Like when you need a catch, he he's nine times out of ten, he's catching the rock. It's third and five, you need seven. He's there. He's that guy. Runs the right totally route. Totally agree. Knows where to be. Knows how to get over the. You know, he knows it's got to be seven. Come back to six if he has to. Uh, makes the catch. Um, you know, so that that was great. O line. You know, <laughs> I got to give them a lot of credit, man. You know, I mean, beginning of the year. Weak link. Today, strength. <laughs> and they are. They're look, they're playing some really good ball. I mean, uh their uh their quarterback's staying clean. Only four QB hits. That's nothing. Nothing. Um they're doing a great job. I'm impressed by them. Keep going, boys. Keep going. That, yeah, and I tell you what, ETN and Trevor, you better be feeding their ass. I mean, big time. Every Thursday night, take those big dudes out, even the backups, take all of them out. And let them eat a bunch of steak and seafood and whatever they want to drink and make sure they get home safe. Just do it every week. Once a week. Babe, I got to do it. They're protecting my life. <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. I'd be feeding those horses so much food. I'd be like, what do you guys want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> you want a watch? I'll throw you a watch. I don't care. I'll buy you a present every damn week. Just keep me clean, baby. That That's a great, great thing. So, look, on offense, yeah. Way to, way to come back, man. Way to fight. The whole team. Way to fight. That's a lot of grit. A lot of grit. I love it. And I love the fact that, uh, <clears throat> you know, Trevor bounced back in a, in a really strong way, especially in the second half, which I thought was, uh, w- w- I thought was really good. Uh, game plan. The, you know, overall, the play calls were good, right? I thought a couple times they, they try to get cute. I don't like this whole, you know, flip it in front, you know, that revert, you know. Just, I don't know. Maybe you catch him off guard. All the, the reason I don't like those kind of plays is all it takes is one guy to stay home. You know, it takes one guy to not go down. The end guy, if he's, you know, if he's reading the play properly, he's not just going to fly down, you know, to a, to a, uh, you know, to the back going that way. He's going to wait and see. And then the, he's just, I don't know. It's like those, the bubble screen's got to be really good timing, right? Cause all, all that guy's got to do is, if you don't block the first guy, you're down. You, you know what I mean? Like so, to me that that's always a somewhat risky play. But nonetheless, great job overall. All right, we'll get into the defense. Um, 
Smoot deserves, I wrote this on, online, I'm like, Smoot deserves his own chant now. Just like Schmingy had back in the day. Remember, Joel? Schmingy, right after every time. Smoot needs something like that, and I think he's starting to get one, so that's good. Um, you know, it's so funny. Well, I said he was the best. The guy's been solid every year. Solid. I don't care if he's the best pass rusher or not. All I know is this. Uh, Dwayne Smoot comes to play and gives you six, eight, maybe more this year, sacks. That's what he gives you. And he's been doing it pretty much past three, four years. You said it last week. What's that? You said it last week. No, I know. I know. You said you said Dewan Smoot needs more PT. He does. And, Get and him by in the, the game. way, there were some first downs where it was Key and Smoot. It wasn't Allen and and uh Walker, which I found interesting. Play it on base. That that means something. That means something. Nonetheless, whatever. He, he, he look, you earn it. You earn it. He's earning it. Now I don't I don't know if um if I want Smooth to be that every down guy, you know what I mean? I like the fact that he comes off the bench. He's part of the rotation. It's a good switch up. Uh, but nonetheless, he gets after it. Uh, great job by him. The run defense, I mean, you pretty much bottled up Jacobs. He had a couple 12-yarders, I think, back-to-back. I forget what was it, the second quarter. He ripped you up in the middle a couple of times. Got to shore that up, but overall, I remember, you, you kept him in check. I definitely remember in the third quarter. The, the third quarter, he ripped I was off getting, a couple right up the middle. Yeah, because it, it was you know. it was the only drive I was super nervous that Oak, that Oakland that Las Vegas was going to score. Yeah, I I remember specifically. You weren't, you weren't nervous when Devontae Adams was just. What I'm saying in the second half. I know. In the second, I'm like, only kidding. That first half was Josh rough. Jacobs. More than once, and this might be why Dewan Smoot's playing more on base downs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs he would run into a pile of people, yep. and there wouldn't be anything there. No, right. Trayvon Walker kept overrunning, so there'd be nobody for right. cutback. Right, and he would Josh Jacobs would kind of run at everybody, and then just go the other way and get twelve. Right, and yep. you could tell Gotta that sure that up, you could man. tell Trayvon was getting upfield too far. Right, gave him that vertical. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you got to be on your uh, got to be on your keys on that one. But overall, they bottled them up, so I'm I'm, I'm good. You know, look, first half, tail two halves. First half, they crush a bit. You settle down in the second quarter, late in the second quarter, and then of course the second half better <clears throat> up and down, but pretty much. Look, when you needed it, and we're gonna get into the fourth down calls because I th- I see it a little bit different. It doesn't really matter because we won. That's a beautiful thing about when you win. It, it's it the, the and it should be the critique doesn't change. But the tone may change. I know it does for me, right? I'm happy they won. And it, and, but that doesn't mean they're not, you know, past critique. And trust me, the coaches are critiquing everything. They have to. They have to. You got a big test this week against Kansas City, man. This is, again, fans are going to fan and that's great. Local media is going to do what they do too. And it's fine. Uh, the Jags beat a team that's not that great. It's okay, but it was a great win. So I think that's fantastic, right? You, especially at home. And you came back, which shows a lot. And you finish, it shows a lot. That's why it's all great. Will that be enough to propel? Maybe. I hope so. We're going to find out. Look, you saw Baltimore last night. They look pretty darn good. They always seem to look pretty dang good. Kansas City. I mean, it's not, you know, Dallas. I mean, we got a lot, we got a lot of good football. The Jets. They're six and three. We tell me, you know, before the season, we're like W. Now you're like, well, this might be a good game. You know, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see when we get there. But uh, overall, look again. It was a uh, it was a great win. Now the fourth down calls. Um, 
you know, it's so funny. <laughs> you hear people, I'm so proud of Doug. I'm so proud of him that he, you know, he didn't go for it. Like, whatever. Um, the first one, the fourth down, I even wrote it down because I wanted to make sure. Um, you're, you're up 24-20, right? So we know this. Fourth quarter. It's fourth and one at the Vegas 23 with 3.08 to go. This is the one where um, the kicker bangs it off the side, right? And, and, and nothing happens. So I'm sitting there thinking, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so they need seven anyway to beat you. It's not like they got to just go down, you know, 30, 40 yards and kick a 50-yard field goal to win or even to tie. You're up by four regardless, right? If you get the first down or you don't, right? So if they get the ball, right. You understand what I'm saying? They still need to score a touchdown. I'm sitting there going, look, you, it, it, it's, a, it's a chance. To, the, you have to weigh the risk versus the reward, right? If you make it, what's the reward? First down, probably take it down to two minute. probably give them no time the at any time. The game's over if you the get The game's it. pretty much yeah. over. I mean, there's... Maybe a scenario where it's not totally over, but the clock would be so far down that it wouldn't matter. So if you make it, quote-unquote, game over. If you don't make it, well, you're relying on your defense to hold them from scoring seven. Not three, seven. Now, granny, hold them to three, and there's time left. They could kick another field goal if they get the ball back. I get it. But you try, you know, that, that to me is like when I've got, when I know that other offense, Need seven to beat me, and I've got them pinned. Because what are we on the twenty-three? You got them pinned. It's like a kickoff, basically. You got them pinned. Can my defense stop him? He goes for the field goal. So I guess the answer is no. I don't believe that my defense would stop him. I'm worried that Adams and Carr are going to connect. You know, the the ones they missed in the second half. I mean, there was some where he was open, and they just missed. You know, some of it was due to pressure. Some of it was who knows what. But nonetheless, they didn't they didn't get it done. So, and by the way, the Raiders just called their third timeout then before that first field goal. I just look. Does it really matter? No, it doesn't matter. But I, I I found it interesting for a guy that always goes for it. That's when you decide. I get, you know whatever they won the game. Now I the was, second one. What's that? Sorry, I just want. I was a I was a fan of him kicking it. Yeah, because I think being up seven and making it, they have to score just to send it to overtime, just to tie. I think because either I, I think, but either way, you're relying on your defense to stop them from scoring, right? Right. So you would you rather that they can stop them? So would you rather be relying on them up seven or up four? Well, then I don't rely on my defense that much. It's okay if you don't, but that's what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not confident that that defense is going to stop them from scoring seven, not three, seven. And in either scenario, they still got to score seven. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. Conservatively, we're up by seven. Hey, let's we're at home up by. Okay, I'm not totally bagging on. I'm not really even bagging on it. But I was surprised that one that he didn't go for it. The second one, I totally get. There's a minute left. Now you put them. Now it really puts pressure on them. To have to look, you get forty seconds left. There's a lot of pressure on the offense to complete passes, right? To get big chunks, you gotta have a, a big chunk play, at least one, maybe even two, to get into that that field goal range. So, um, and they had needed seven there too. So I get the second one, first one. What do I know? I'm not a coach. I know who is though. 
Jeff Saturday's the new interim. Oh, my God. You know what? Now, let me just get into this, because you know what I find funny? I, I re, you know, look, I, and I love fans. I love pundits. I love them all. Everybody's got a place in this world, especially on social media. You know how many pundits, quote unquote, you know how many fans, quote unquote, think that they could run or coach a team better than anybody that's running and coaching the team? They believe that. These, a lot of fantasy football players are like, man, I could be GM. Are you kidding me? Totally be GM. I know who to pick. I know who to trade. <laughs> you know it is. There are people, not everybody, that'd be a blanket statement, which is stupid for anybody to throw a blanket statement about anything out there in the world. But um, you, you, you sit there and like, oh, I could totally do it. Totally do it. Now, but you don't think a former player could do it. Maybe he can't. I don't know. I don't know how many interim head coaches end up being head coaches for the long term. I don't I don't know how that what the history is there. I don't know how Ursay came to this situation. But just flip it. What if it was Baselli here in town? You don't think Baselli could run a football team? I know listen, I I'm not a big enough name in the market. I could totally run a football team. That now, I'm not the X's and O's, you know, wizard. You got to have those people in place. But to manage to be the CEO of a football team, I think he, he could maybe do it. I don't know. I don't know Jeff Saturday personally. But I think it's funny. Everybody's bagging on it. Probably because Ursay's a little cuckoo. He is. More ways than one. But uh, I don't know. The hell? Why not? Feel bad for Frank Reich, I guess. They're not totally out of it. It's like, man, talk about throwing in the towel, I guess. I don't know. Maybe Saturday can give him a little push. Maybe. You know? I mean, look, Detroit's not having a great year, but I think those players like playing for Dan Campbell. You know? Thing is, with Saturday, he doesn't have co- – he was coaching high school. And they weren't good. <laughs> His high school team was three and seven. Could have been the players. His high school team was three and seven. They have two former NFL head coaches on staff, and they hired. I get. I hear what you're saying. I mean, who knows? Maybe they had some drinks or something. He's like, you know, you should be my head coach. uh, All right, I'll do it. At least give me a couple years as an O line coach or something. I mean, my God. I don't know. You know, you think about like, look at look at John Lynch. He went from broadcaster to GM. He never done that before, but he did. He's done a great, pretty good job. I want to know if "great's" the right word, but he's done a pretty good job. Matt Millen went from Fox to a GM job. He didn't have that great of career as a GM, but that that transition happens all the time. You know, you're getting interviewed based on because they listen to you commentate. You sit there and you're like, wow, that guy really knows the game. Or, wow, yeah, he's really good, right? You, you, we do it as fans of whoever, former players that are all, all over the TV, whether it's Aikman or Hasselbeck or Brewski or Randy Moss. You know what I mean? We sit there like, yeah, that guy knows what he's talking about. Wow, I never even thought of it. You know, that kind of stuff. So maybe that's part of it. Saturday's been, you know, part of some pregame stuff, some NFL stuff. Maybe, you know, he's a center. He should be really smart. They normally are because they've got to know everything. I know he's tough. I don't know. I don't really care. It's the Colts. I could care less if they win another game. But I do find it funny. Everybody just ragging on it. I like it. I hope he does. Not against us. But I hope he proves all the pundits wrong. Man, I always love seeing that kind of stuff. You know, as far as, look, there's candidates in, on that team, on other teams, that are more qualified than Jeff Satter. No doubt about it. 
But the owner gets to choose who he wants to have, and he's chosen him to be his interim. We'll see what happens. Hopefully they don't do anything, right? And they, uh, we, 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 uh, well, we won't play them again this year, but we got a big list. We got Tennessee twice. We got a lot to go. Three and six. Can, it, can, re, can 1996 be reenacted? Well, you have to win no. your next one. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You got to win your next one, which, you know, I don't know. I'm riding ETN and Trevor. I am. I'm 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 riding them. I'm that that's our that's our best hope to beat Kansas City. It's our best hope to beat Baltimore. You know, Baltimore struggles against the run. You want to keep those quarterbacks on the sideline. You know, with not a lot of time to work with. So easier said than done. Um, but uh hey, that's why we play the game, right? They, they got a bye week after that, is that right? They got Kansas City, bye week, Baltimore. Oh my god. Hey yeah. man, let's see what we're made of. Now now we you're now gonna we're need gonna some, find out. You're now gonna, gonna need some out. fluky things to go your way, I think. Both of them. What yeah. you, okay, prediction time. It's it's only you know, f- we're far out, but out of the, those two next games, what record are you gonna give them? Oh and two. <laughs> I don't I mean, I, I, and, I really and, hope I'm... And the harpoon right. pierces the sail, and whoo, they go, <laughs> there goes the win against the Raiders. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, good like... Win. No, it was a good... It was a great win, but yeah, I, it's hard to not say 0-2. Oh, it's less right of a Jaguars now. thing, and it's more... Those are really good football teams. Yeah. That beat up on other good football teams. Yeah. I mean, the Chiefs... Be surprised if we come away with a victory. Shocked. Yes. Shocked. <laughs> the, I mean, I'm not going to go shocked. I think anything can the happen. The Chiefs played... The Chiefs did not play well on Monday night. No. They did not play very well. No. no. And Patrick Mahomes had to throw it about a thousand times. Yeah. And yeah. they still won. Yeah. Like that that's what I'm saying. Like the Jaguars can play good football both of those games and still lose. Yeah. Well I just I think you so you're gonna need six a, goes to three and eight. You need a tipped interception. There goes ninety six. <laughs> you need a tipped interception, maybe an Agnew return. Yeah, which could happen, man. Oh. The, absolutely. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say they they have no shot. No, any, anybody I'm has not saying a shot. that. Anybody I'm just has saying a shot. we beat the Bills last year. Are you kidding me? Right. And, and to the point about ninety six. Yep. A couple of fluky things went your way. Oh, no doubt. You absolutely earned it, for oh, sure. No, 100%. Without question. But without question. when you play really good football teams, you got to have a couple of things, things bounce, bounce your way. Your way. Yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. That's why we play absolutely. the game. I hope they do. We'll talk later in the week about the Kansas City Chiefs and what they bring to the table. Of course, um, they just seem to reload, you know, especially when you had a QB like that. Um, but can they stop the runs? Again, ETN is, he's showing me a lot, man. He's showing me a lot. He's a tough, tough guy. And he just brings an element that we haven't seen in a long time. I think you know, the, we just the low, seen that. I think the low yards per carry this game was a little bit, um, misleading because they used him in a lot of short yardage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Listen, I'm not, I don't, he, to me, he was a workhorse. I think and, without and I the 28 carries, dude. 28. Yeah. Without the short yardage stuff, I think it would have been I think it was closer to about yeah, four yards a carry. Yeah, yeah. But but when yeah. you when you have 
four or five runs that are naturally only going to go for like a yard. Yeah. That's going to bring that down a little. No, no doubt. No doubt. We love them, man. We love them. So looking at just real quick as we wrap up, we did really good on third down. Nine of 15 for the offense. Hey, that's way better than 50%. And our defense held them to three out of 12. One out of four. That's 24. That's 25%, man. That's pretty bad to the bone. Um, Red zone, we are three of four. Haven't heard that in a while. That's pretty badass. No turnovers, too, in the red zone. No, no. Two sacks for us, zero for them. 4.45 yards per carry. They had 3.8. Right there, baby. Great game. Great, great win. And uh, look, let's hope. uh, Look, I, I am a believer in momentum. Uh, without a doubt, um, not to, that everything goes back <clears throat> to '96, but I tell you, I can remember. So we go to four and seven, we get beat by uh, Pittsburgh, right? So we're three and six, we win the next one. I forget who we beat. Four and six, we lose to Pitt. Then we beat Baltimore, like by on a field goal, like last minute, twenty-eight twenty-five. Um, their quarterback fumbled. Um, then we get to six and seven. Then we're going. I, I'll never forget. We're six and seven. Or maybe we were seven and seven, and Seattle came to town, and they had a good team. Chris Warren was their tailback. I think Dave Craig was their quarterback, and we had a goal line stand. I just remember going to that game like we're gonna beat, we can beat anybody. You get you get on a run, you get some momentum. You're like, man, I can, we can beat anybody. We can hang. I mean, look, everybody has great athletes on their team. Everybody, a lot of them, and we have we have them right here in Jacksonville, but. When you put it all together and click. So I don't know if this game's going to propel that. I hope it does. But what did it show? It showed a lot. It showed coming back, showed grit, showed finish. And I'm not just talking to players, coaches to the play call and everything. So all that is a very, very good thing. What will happen moving forward, we're going to find out as we move along throughout the rest of the 2022 season. You've been listening to Catching Up with Tommy Mack, the podcast right here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. Of course, on their Facebook page, you'll see it on YouTube, streaming, streaming live on the relevant app. I'll be posting that throughout as well. And uh, yeah, we uh, I got a big day today, man. I got rehearsal tonight. I'm going to Miss Judy Coughlin's uh, celebration of her life Thursday. God rest her soul. What a beautiful lady. So kind. Always smiling. Always happy. God rest her soul. Prayers to the cat. They've already, they already know. I love them. And we'll be back on Friday, and uh, we'll talk Kansas City Chiefs, baby. By the way, I think I'm going to be. No, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be. I am going to be at. The Southern Grill Sunday, watching the Jags take on the Chiefs. So come on out and have a good time. I'll be talking about that throughout the week. That'll do it. Stay safe. Be cool. We'll see you right here. Catching up with Tommy Mack. Peace.